At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Loyal Dan Leach in for Greg Peterson here on the Greg Peterson Experience. Great to have you with us here. We're talking NBA All-Star Game. I gave you my play. Team LeBron minus five and a half. I have a lean on the under, but I'm not going to bet that. Uh, I just, you know, the over has been 13 and two in the last 15. I just think with all the injuries, including Durant and Harden uh, and Draymond, that it's going to go under. It's a crazy total. I mean, they always are in all-star games, but I think that I, I, Team LeBron's going to blow this thing out of the water. And, and actually, before we get to all-star Saturday night, I mentioned I have a, a MVP play for you. And I think you look at DeMar DeRozan, you know, on Team LeBron, because I think obviously Team LeBron is going to win. And you got to look for some value. I mean, obviously, taking LeBron James is not going to really do any of that for you when it comes to, you know, all-star game MVP and, and some other guys as well. But I love DeRozan at 20-1 to 1 to be the NBA all-star game MVP. I mean, you look right now, Giannis is the, the favorite at 4.5-1 or 425. LeBron's right there at 4.5-1. to one. Steph Curry, 7-1 to one, along with Embiid, who's on the other side, of course, same with John Moran at 7-1. to one. And Then you got actually DeRozan and Ben Rivers is down to 10-1. to one. I got it at 20-1. to one. Uh, I know that it's obviously going to be different in a lot of other places. Uh, Doncic, 10-1. to one. Joker, 14-1. to one. Trey Young, 20-1. to one. Tatum, 22-1. to one. Uh, and Then you got Devin Booker, at 25 to one to round out the top 10 or so. But I like DeRozan to be the MVP of the all-star game. But as I mentioned, all-star Saturday night is not what it used to be, but it still matters to me. And I know to many of you out there and there to me is a tremendous amount of value in betting the three point competition, uh, the three point shootout and the dunk contest. I know there's that uh, the skills challenge where, what is it? The you know team Cavaliers, team out of the compo, and the Rooks. I did take a look at it. I think the fact that you know Giannis and his brother know each other so well, and they're the biggest dog, almost two to one. I, I don't have a small play on that, but that's such a that's such a crapshoot. The skills competition. Uh, but let's let's start with a three point contest, and I'm going to go through the odds and their numbers, and then I got two plays for you. Uh, these are via DraftKings. The odds here. 
when it comes to the three-point shootout. Uh, you know, theme on the show tonight being from Detroit, former Piston, Luke Kennard. He is the favorite at four and a half to one. He's averaging 2.7 three-pointers made a game, 45%. Uh, from three-point land so far this season. Patty Mills is 5-1. to one. He's averaging 3.2 uh, three-pointers made, 42% from downtown. Fred Van Vliet, he's 5-1. to one. He's averaging four uh, three-pointers made uh, in uh, each contest, 40% uh, shooting from downtown. Zach Levine, 5.5-1, to one, averaging 2.9 three-pointers made per game. He's shooting 40% uh, from behind the arc. Trey Young, the youngster, the young-budding superstar from Atlanta, uh, he's 5.5-1, to one, averaging three three uh, three-pointers made a game and 38% from behind the arc. Desmond Bain, which seems to be a sexy pick. I think some of it because he's one of the longest shots. Uh, but definitely played some really good basketball this year. Uh, he's averaging 2.3 made threes a game, 42% from downtown. CJ McCollum, seven and a half to one. Uh, he's averaging 3.2 made threes a game, 42% three-point shooting. And Carl Anthony Towns, he's the longest of shots, 11 to one, averaging just 1.6 made threes a game, 40% from downtown. almost wonder why he's in the contest. Now, I've got two plays for you. I'm going to start with Zach Levine. I know he hasn't played in a week. I know he's banged up. It's, there's a chance he doesn't even play in this three-point shootout, but I like the fact that he's got of all the guys in this, the most made threes average per game. Uh, or I'm sorry, check that. Uh, the, sec- the second, you know, second, third most at 2.9. And you get five and a half to one. He's averaging 40% from downtown. He's been in this before. He's been in the dunk contest. I think that the lights won't get to him. So I like some value there on, on Levine at five and a half to one. But then I meant to give this number for Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet's my guy. Five to one, averaging the most three pointers per game. Four, you know, no one else is averaging even three and a half. And he's shooting 40% from downtown. I'm not going to go with Kennard, which seems to be a sexy pick. There's a reason he's the favorite. A lot of people seem to like Desmond Bain, who's played some great basketball. He's already averaging, uh, you know, 2.3 made threes a game and, and really hasn't been under the spotlight before. But Van Fleet's been in NBA Finals. I think that he's going to be comfortable in C-Town. And I think that Van Fleet gets the job done. So I'm going to take him at 5-1 to one and Levine at 5.5-1. to one. And Let's say Levine doesn't play, so I'm not going to lose anything there. Uh, but I think you don't want to make more than two plays in the three-point shootout. And I think, to be honest, you only want to make one play in the dunk contest. And these are the competitors of the slam dunk contest, Jalen Green, who and a lot of people here in Detroit wish the Pistons had taken, but Kate Cunningham, he was the MVP of that uh, you know rookie sophomore challenge, the revamped rules of that with the four teams. Uh, Jalen Green is plus 190. Last year's runner-up, who had a big play on last year, uh, when Anthony Simons was you know the, the winner, Obi Toppin. The Nick, the former Dayton Flyer, that if they'd played the tournament that year during the pandemic, I think Dayton was going to win it all. He's plus 190. Then you got Cole Anthony, plus 250, and Juan Toscano Anderson, the long shot at five and a half to one. Many times, the off the radar long shot has actually ended up winning this. I think it's happened three of the last seven years where the longest shot odds-wise, has won the dunk contest. But I'm, I'm not looking at Toscano Anderson. I'm not looking at Cole Anthony. Obviously, Jalen Green is a dunk maestro. But I think Obi Toppin learned from his mistakes last year. He came oh so close. And I will have a big play on Obi spinning Toppin to win the slam dunk contest at plus 190. And, you know, going back to the, the main premise, it's not what it was 15, 20 years ago, but there's no NBA games to bet on. 
It's all-star weekend. You got a full slate of college basketball. There's no big boxing or UFC really going on. It's still something. And there still is value to look for, you know, the best odds you can get when it comes to these. I mean, you look at there's four competitors in the dunk contest. And what is it, eight in the three-point shootout? You know, you take two guys, you got a fourth of the guys. And let's say a couple years ago, I'm trying to remember who it was that I had. I had both guys in the finals, so I couldn't lose. And one of them was the second longest shot. One of them was the second favorite. So obviously I wanted the second longest shot to win, which didn't. But that's a great feeling to have. You have, you know, two in the finals or you have two in the semifinals on both sides of the brackets. You could get technically a chance to get them both in the finals or at least one of those guys in as long as they're not playing each other. So to me, that's kind of where I'm looking when it comes to all-star Saturday night. And as I mentioned, I think there's a, a great value play on DeMar DeRozan to win the MVP. I mean, you look at the lineup again. And with all the injuries, uh, you know, on, on Team Durant's side, they still have a solid squad with that Bean and John Morant and Tatum and Wiggins and Trey Young and you know Lamelo Ball's been balling out for a couple of years. Go Bear in the middle, uh, you know Levine as we mentioned, the three point specialist. He's been banged up though. Chris Middleton. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that squad. But when you look at what LeBron's got. The Greek freak, Steph Curry, DeBrosen has been out of his mind, averaging almost 27 a game and five dimes and five rebounds. LeBron himself, who obviously will have at least moments throughout this uh, game where he'll look like the LeBron of old. The Joker, you know, Jimmy Butler's played so well, averaging almost 22 a game. Luka Doncic off the bench, averaging almost 27 a game. Uh, Darius Garland in his first appearance, he'll be fired up. Uh, and then, of course, Donovan Mitchell averaging almost 26 a game. Chris Paul can distribute the ball. And then Fred Van Fleet can, uh, you know, bang it from downtown. He's averaging almost 22 a game, 7.2 assists, and 4.7 rebounds. So I've got a play for MVP on DeMar DeRozan. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how this play tournament, you know, goes and how the second half of the, you know, it's not really the second half anymore. It's the, the technical second half point we already passed a while ago. But to, to really see what happens after the All-Star break in the NBA, and I've talked about this on various shows on VEASAN that I've gone on in recent weeks and, and looking at futures odds to win the title. I mean, I was on the Suns when they were still 7-8-1 to one going back a couple of months. But I've got two plays further down the trough for you. Both of them, obviously, are going to be very tough to get it done when you've got such a top-heavy NBA with teams like Phoenix and the Nets when they get healthy, obviously, without Harden, the Warriors, the Bucs, the Sixers with Harden. But I look at the Bulls, my man DeMar DeRozan, 25 to 1. And once again, it's not that likely. But this point in the year, you got to, uh, you know, evaluate teams, you know, that have a chance to do something in the playoffs and are better than, you know, four, six, seven, eight to 1. The Bulls are 25 to 1. And then another team that obviously is, is going to have a very tough time even getting a couple rounds through the playoffs. But I love what they've done. It's the best team they've had in Cleveland since LeBron. 40 to 1. The Cavs right now to win the NBA title. These are obviously long shot bets. And, you know, even I think the Cavs should be even longer than that. Uh, but I like the Cavs and the Bulls because you look at the Eastern Conference, and obviously, as I mentioned, you got the Nets and the Sixers and the Bucks. But, it, you know, it's those teams can stumble at times. Let's say they, you know, get matched up in the first round or second round against the Bulls or the Cavs. And the Cavs and the Bulls play their best basketball of the season and can take one of those teams out. Then it's a one-game, not a one-game series. It's a one-series you know, series situation, a seven-game series to get to the NBA Finals. Then anyone 
you know, anything can happen when you get to the NBA Finals. Crazy things happen when you get to the NBA Finals. Look at my Pistons back in 04. They go into work Pistons against the heavily favored Los Angeles Lakers. No one gave them a shot. It was a coronation for Kobe and Shaq and Gary Payton and others and Carl Malone. And, of course, I know there's some injuries there, but the Pistons got it done against all odds. Maybe you see a team like Cleveland or the Bulls get that done this year. Those are the two futures odds I like uh, that are, you know, further down the trough. I, I thought about Memphis maybe with John Morant. Could they go on a run? They're 25 to 1. That might be a small play for me in the Western Conference. But to me, I just don't see anybody beating Phoenix or the Golden State Warriors to get to the NBA Finals. All right, we're going to take a look at some hockey coming up. Yep, I told you, I promised you we would talk a little hockey uh, up here on the show and maybe a little college basketball sprinkled in as we continue on here on this now Saturday morning, Dan Leach in for Greg Peterson on the Greg Peterson Experience. You are watching VSIC, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now. You get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access. The upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to Visa.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit Visa.com slash madness. That's Visa.com slash madness to sign up today. Haley, uh, here with you in for Greg Peterson here on the Greg Peterson Experience. We'll do the same thing on Sunday morning on the East, uh, you know, Eastern time zone and Saturday night on the Pacific uh, time zone. So look forward to that. Uh, great time so far. Producer Brian's been killing it. We had Matt Eubens on earlier. It was great talking with him. And got a little NHL to get to. There's one game I'm kind of looking at in the NHL, and I, I will be completely honest with you. I don't think the NHL – is a great sport to bet on until the playoffs. Doesn't mean you can't identify some games that have value. So there is one that I'm looking at with a team that is incredibly hot, and we are going to get to in just a little bit the odds to take the first snap for NFL teams in 2022. There's a lot of quarterback possible controversies and guys that are moving. 
Uh, so we will take a look at that coming up a little later, and we'll look at some college hoops as well. We discussed a lot of college hoops, including that humans throughout the show tonight. Huge uh, day for college basketball coming up later today uh, on Saturday, and there's some big games on Sunday as well. And we're, you know, Matt Humans brought this up. What are we, 12 days away from March? And, you know, not that far off from the conference basketball tournaments, not that far off from March Madness, and it's such a great time of year. I'm going to experience uh, March Madness in Vegas for the first time ever. I've never been able to go out for the first round of the basketball tournament because I, I was working here in Detroit, and another one of my coworkers, you know, he would take that week off, and only one of the two of us could be gone. So I always let him go because I'm the nicest guy ever. Very humble, too. And I'm going to be able to go this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Out in Vegas, just got back uh, from the Super Bowl. What an experience that was. That was my first time out in Vegas for the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, as I landed within 10 minutes, the governor was on the podium lifting the mask mandate. The energy was crazy. Uh, what a what a weekend to be in Vegas. Got to see Marshmallow and various shows and clubs and dinners and sushi. And, you know, it's the best. You know, you only live once, right? And, you know, I didn't sleep much, but who needs to sleep? Uh, but let's take a look at some NHL here. And I want to look at the Cal the Calgary Flames. We got uh, my man Ken Cal. He's the Detroit Red Wings play-by-play announcer, so I call him the Ken Calgary Flames. They are 28-13-6, but guess what? Eight of those wins have come in a row. The Flames are on literal fire. They are 9-1 in their last 10, and they are really making a move Behind great play from Johnny Gaudreau and others. Gaudreau's got 20 goals and 43 assists. He's got 63 points. He's been a big part of it. And they have been on fire the last few weeks. Here. The last time that they lost uh, the Calgary Flames was January 27th. And you look at who they've beaten during that time. And, you know, they've beaten some bad teams, but they've also beaten some really good teams. And, you know, when you look at, at the Flames right now, uh, they come off a 6-2 win against the Ducks, a 6-2 win against the Blue Jackets. They beat the Islanders 5-2, the Maple Leafs 5-2. Uh, these games all at home, by the way. The Golden Knights 6-0, shutting out one of the better scoring teams in the NHL. On the road in Arizona, 4-2. On the road at Dallas, 4-3. And then a 1-0 win at home against the Canucks, the last loss was against the St. Louis Blues on the road, 5-1. to one. Before that, they had won 3-4, of four, beat the Blue Jackets 6-0, the Blues 7-1, to one, lost to the Oilers 5-3, to three, and then they beat uh, the, the Panthers 5-1. to one. Not only are they winning, but they're, the games are going over. I mean, you look at the last, let's see, the last seven of the eight games that they've won have all gone over. Eight goals, eight goals, seven goals, seven goals, six goals, six goals, seven goals, the total against the awful Kraken, I mean, I don't even know if I like to name the Kraken, but I'm glad there's a team in Seattle. 16-30-4 uh, are the Kraken, just 7-14-2 away. The Flames, by the way, are 12-4-4 at home. The Flames are minus 300. I'm not touching the 300. If you want to throw it in some kind of a crazy parlay, that's, that's fine. But what I'm looking at is the Flames minus 1.5 on the puck line, minus 130. I think the Flames are going to win this game 5-6, to 7-1 maybe. So that's the play for me. Give me the Calgary Flames minus 1.5. They're going to win 9 in a row, and they'll win 10 of their last 11. 
and they're going to make the Seattle Kraken look silly. The total, by the way, is six over minus 120. So, you know, Seattle's not really scoring a lot of goals. So I think I'm going to stay away from the total of this one, but I do believe that it's going to go over. You know, that's the lead I have. So maybe if you want to do a puck line parlay, minus one and a half, minus 130 to the over six, minus 120. Uh, Let's see exactly what that specific uh, parlay would pay. That would pay uh, plus 188, so 100 would win you. $188. $188. I'm not taking the total by itself, though, but I might do that along with taking the Flames minus the one and a half. But I'll have a, a fairly large play on, on Calgary minus one and a half. Uh, they're just playing too good of hockey right now. Like they're going to you know, wipe the, the ice with the Kraken. Also, a couple of other games to look at. It's a nice slate of a game starting at 1 Eastern. Avalanche will visit the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres plus 270 at home. Avalanche minus 335. The Oilers at the Jets. The Oilers minus 136. Winnipeg plus 116 at home. St. Louis will visit Toronto. Toronto minus 177. The Blues plus 150. That is a 7 o'clock start. Oilers, Jets at 4 o'clock Eastern uh, as well. You got the Bruins visiting the Senators. Uh, it's the Bruins minus 177 on the road. The comeback on the centers is plus 150. Kings at Coyotes. Kings minus 200. Coyotes plus 170. And a producer from Arizona. Maybe he'll go drive and watch that game tomorrow before the show tomorrow night. Uh, that's a 9 o'clock start Eastern, so that probably wouldn't work out. Uh, Anaheim at Vancouver. It's a 10 p.m. Eastern start. You got the Canucks minus 159. And then the Ducks plus 135 in the nightcap. Uh, as well at 10 o'clock, that Flames game that I love, uh, the Flames minus one and a half on the puck, minus 130, by the way, the Kraken plus one and a half, uh, plus 110, Moneyline Flames minus 305, Kraken plus 255, and the total six over minus 120, under even money. All right, I want to take a look at a couple college hoops games we've discussed so far tonight, and I mentioned we're going to get into some first snap odds for NFL teams, all the quarterback controversies or situations, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, uh, Daniel Jones, and others. Uh, we'll get to that coming uh, up in the next segment. Uh, but I do want to take a look at, you know, Michigan State, Illinois. We talked about this game earlier. Spartans, big spot for them. They've not played, you know, great basketballs of late. I don't really have a, a lot of trust factor for them, so I'm on Illinois in that game. And Illinois, a, a one and a half point favorite on the road at the Breslin Center. Also, we talked about Alabama and Kentucky, and what a game that should be—a top twenty-five game. Uh, you know, the only one of the few. I think we've had two uh, top twenty-five games on the big slate. College basketball slate coming up tomorrow. And you look at that game, Bama plus six and a half. We talked about humans about this earlier. He doesn't trust Bama. I mean, how can you trust a team that lost to Georgia? Then the next game beat Baylor. But I think this is going to be a tough game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I, I like what Nate Oates is doing. Kentucky's a great team. And I think that getting six and a half, yeah, this is not an official play for me, but it's a lead for me. Uh, if I'm going to bet this game, I'm going to take Bama, small play plus six and a half. UK wins it, but they win by three to five points. And you cover that spread. With Alabama. Then also, Auburn at Florida. Number two, Auburn playing such great basketball. You know, Florida, very tough place to play, but you're laying three and a half with Auburn. Total, by the way, is 140. Number two, Auburn, a one seed in the tournament right now based on Joe Lenardi and all the different bracketologists. I love Auburn. Minus the three and a half. I think they win this game going away by seven to 10. So I like that one a lot as well. And then uh, I talked about humans about this as well. We're both on the same side here in that Texas basketball showcase. Uh, Texas Tech 
Number 11, Texas Tech in the Chris Beard revenge game in Austin against number 20, Texas. Right now, Texas minus three and a half. I and Matt Eubens got it at three. I still like it at three and a half. And I think that Texas does get that revenge. They even the season series. Uh, and you look at the Texas Longhorns at home in a big emotional type spot. Huge game for Timmy Allen. Remember, Timmy Allen and Andrew Jones will come off of 20-point games. They topped Oklahoma in overtime on Tuesday night. Like they both have maybe not both 20 points again. Like they both have big games in this one and take down Texas Tech in that Chris Beard revenge game. Still crazy. He left Texas Tech. I get why and went to Austin, even though he had a good team coming in to Texas Tech and one of his top assistants took over for the Red Raiders. But those are the plays for me in college basketball on Saturday. A huge slate of games. You know, you have Iowa and Ohio State, Florida State, too. We talked about it run that game away, but, you know, they're minus 15 and a half. They blow them out. Uh, also, Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, Arkansas, and TCU and Baylor. We'll talk about some first snap NFL odds. Wrap things up. Coming up, it's Dan Leach in for Greg Peterson on the Greg Peterson Experience. You are watching Decent the Sports Betting Network. Happy weekend, everybody. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over 100 and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. And that really is Dan Legion for Greg Peterson tonight. Great to have you along for the ride, the three-hour tour. That It really is a great uh, tool you know, Visa does so many amazing things. I'm, I'm so grateful to be part of this network and, and obviously the host of the Detroit City Cast as well. Um, but I, I think that's something that I get asked a lot about because I've been betting for a long time. I mean, going back to like when I was betting way too much on ping pong before Warner Middle School back in Farmington Hills, Michigan in, in the late 80s, early 90s. And I've always been fascinated by odds. I remember back in the pre-internet age, you know, when I was a young kid, you would look at the, you know, sports section. It would have the early lines for the NFL games and, you know, the parlay cards and the different books you would get with the look-ahead lines, you know, back before everything was, you know, changed because of the digital age. And thank God you have all these resources now. Sometimes it can be too much for certain people. Uh, other times it's how you can make a ton of money. And betting splits are something that maybe some of you aren't familiar with. I mean, if you're not, it's okay. Just go to visa.com and, and check it out. But as you learn more, you know, like uh, when, I, when I talked about that and that, that read that I just did, it said you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the opinion. So let's say, you know, the the majority of the tickets are on, on one thing, but the majority of the money is on something else, like the Super Bowl, for example. You, <coughs> excuse me, you had less than half the money and bets on the Rams, and yet the line was going in the Rams' favor. That is, I mean, the Super Bowl is a very unique thing. I mean, it's because it's one game that everyone freaks out about. But when you see those kind of things on an NBA game, 
when you see those kind of things on a college football game, when you see those kind of things, you know, I, I remember when Ronda Rousey lost to Holly Holm, like 95% of the money was on Ronda Rousey, but 95% of the bets were on Holly Holm. And Holly Holm at one point, I think it was, what, was she 15 to one? I got her an 11 to one and ended up, you know, smacking the, you know, what out of Ronda Rousey. So it's a great tool to have to be able to have this real-time betting split stuff, also to have real-time odds updates that VEASAN has. So uh, it's really been a great advantage for me throughout the years. And I was able to know more about, you know, gambling in lines and things like that at an earlier age because I had people that kind of were teaching me that. Maybe some of you are just getting into it. You live in Michigan or Pennsylvania or New York where it's legal now, and you want to just not just do it for fun. You want to do it to make money. I'm not trying to tell you to become a professional better. It's very difficult to do that. But you can do it not just for fun. You can do it when you want to have fun and throw some money on a team you love or Super Bowl or the All-Star game or whatever. But you also can, based on your bankroll, it could be a $20 bet, a $50 bet, a $500 bet, whatever your, your bankroll is, you could make a lot of money doing it. And you've got to use the advantages of modern technology, whether it's betting splits, uh, you know, whether it's you know using resources that Decent has as far as sharp handicappers. Uh, you know, I had a fascinating talk with Matt Humans both on and off the air about the old school approach of information and not worrying so much about algorithms and data analytics, but really kind of going off a of feel, which is what I do, and situational betting, which is what Matt does. You know, it's just this great wealth of resource that you've got at VSIN and that you've got in other places, you know, on the internet where it comes to like, you know, algorithms and data stuff. Um, use that. Use that because that's how you can be very successful in betting. I get asked this a lot, you know, not just for hosting the Detroit CityCast, but the years that I worked on 97 with the ticket here in Detroit, you know, as betting got more and more in the forefront, people would ask off the air. I couldn't really talk about this as much on the air about, you know, money management and about units and about how you're betting certain things and hedging. And, you know, is it smart to do a 15 team parlay? No. Uh, do you, is it smart to do teasers in certain situations? Yes. Uh, is it is it you know a good idea to do a teaser and leave an open spot or two or a parlay and leave an open spot or two? Absolutely. You know, I had a good friend of mine that was in Vegas with me that had teasers open from earlier in the playoffs and was able to tease the Rams to plus two, plus two and a half, plus three, and obviously won those easily. And also teased the Bengals on a plus ten, ten and a half. I think in one situation you got the Bengals in a seven point teaser to eleven. So you got to use the resources. You got to you got to be smart. You can't just bet to bet unless you're doing it small. You or you have money to burn, and you're doing it for fun. All right, I want to throw this in the mix here. Uh, as we mentioned, the NFL season's over. It's sad, depressing, blah blah blah. Uh, but there's still a lot of things to discuss as we head towards the draft, the next big event on the NFL calendar. Of course, free agency as well. Uh, if you're in a city like I am in Detroit, the NFL draft is. In many ways, your Super Bowl, as it's been for several decades. Hopefully, that's not the case here in Detroit and other places uh, that have been sad. For Cincinnati, for example, until this year, uh, and that was kind of their way. They made the playoffs a lot with Marvin Lewis, but never won a single playoff game. The Bengals actually had won a playoff game further back than the Lions until this year. The last Bengals playoff game was with Boomer Esiason in 1990. That was the last time they won one. The Lions last won a playoff game. I was at it. I know because I was there in January of 1992, the 91 season, Barry Sanders and the Lions over the Cowboys, supposed to be the two teams in the 90s. Worked out for Dallas, not for Detroit. But there are some interesting odds via BetMGM right now for who will take the first snap 
of the 2022 season for their particular team. Now, you've heard the news about Kyler Murray not being happy in Arizona. I don't think he's going to get traded, but you can look at the odds right now and see if you like some value on some of these guys. He is minus 650 to take the first staff for Arizona. Any other quarterback would be plus 400, 4 to $100, which you uh, 400, obviously, on Murray up to late 650 to win 100. For the Broncos, this is a very interesting one for me. Teddy Bridgewater, 5 to 1. Of course, he was the starter last year when healthy. Any other quarterback, including Aaron Rodgers, who a lot of Broncos fans and some NFL insiders believe is going to be the next uh, Broncos quarterback if he doesn't stay in Green Bay. We'll get to the Green Bay odds, uh, you know, in a minute here. You look at Bridgewater, or I'm sorry, any other quarterback for the Broncos, minus 800. So you see where, you know, the odds makers believe the Broncos are going, and it's not with Teddy Bridgewater. And of course, it ain't with Drew Locke. Giants, Daniel Jones, new coaching staff there in New York. Some of the you know rumors that are floating around that they're not the biggest fans of Daniel Jones. We'll see. He had some issues in 2021. Uh, any other quarterback, Jones is about his 500. Any other quarterback is plus 340. So the experts or the, the odds makers believe that Jones will be the guy, but that's something to look at and monitor. Uh, the Seahawks, I don't think this is a question, uh, but you know you got a, you lower odds than the other ones we've read here that are favorites. Uh, Russell Wilson for the Seahawks of Pete Carroll off the injury played better at the end of the season, but obviously they, their chances were rooted in the playoffs when Wilson went down for several weeks in the middle part of the season and killed my fantasy team. Uh, Russell Wilson about his 400 and the other quarterback for Seattle plus 280. So that's interesting. How about the Saints? Famous Jameis Crablegs Winston. He is plus 340 to take the first snap of the season. And remember, you might have one of these guys be the starter, but he's injured. So that, that you have to play that into effect here, but this is more about them not being the starter, not being on the team. Jameis Winston plus 340. I mean, the Saints quarterback takes the first snap in 2022. Any other quarterback is minus 500. So much like the Broncos, the other quarterback prop is the favorite. And the Jets, uh, this, this is not, there's no chance this doesn't happen unless he's injured. Zach Wilson. Uh, minus 1,400, any other quarterback is plus 280. I thought we had odds on Aaron Rodgers. I won't get that for my fine producer, Brian. I, I thought we had some odds on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but, of course, I think that it's baked in the cake with the Broncos, you know, Bridgewater 5-1, to one, taking the first snap. Any other quarterback, which a lot of people think could be Aaron Rodgers, is minus 800. Uh, and, you know, you, you look at the NFL and what we're going to be discussing over the next – Several months, of course, the draft's going to be huge. There will be a lot of draft props to bet on, especially if you're in a city like Detroit or Jacksonville and the odds of who's going to go in the top three picks. Um, you know, would it be Neil? Would it be Thibodeau? Will it be a Hutchinson here in Detroit? Any one of those three? Will the Jags go offensive line? We'll have that. And obviously, we'll see what teams do in the draft. And then a lot of times the futures odds and the odds to win the AFC and the odds to win the NFC and, of course, MVP odds based on who teams are drafting, whether it's skill players or really helping a team's defense, offensive line, et cetera. Uh, we'll see how those lines completely uh, you know, can move up and down throughout the next several months before we move towards the summer training camp. And then hopefully before we know it, we will see NFL preseason action on our televisions or in front of us at a stadium near you. Like I mentioned, during the pandemic, it seemed like it went really quick the last couple of years. Obviously, the first year, even more so than the last year, you know, because you missed football so much. And then it came back, and it didn't seem like it was that long of a break. This past year, same thing. 
Hopefully, we're going back to that same kind of feeling where things really don't feel like it's forever from now until July and August with training camps and hard knocks and everything getting going in the preseason. The draft, of course, uh, just a, you know less than a couple months away or around a couple months away uh, when it comes up uh, in April. All right, we will wrap things up, give you some more plays, take a look at some more college hoops for you as we get ready for All-Star Weekend in the NBA and a big slate of college basketball as well. Dan Leach in for Greg Peterson on the Greg Peterson Experience. You are watching VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show, you don't want to miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, My Guys in the Desert, Coast of Coast Hoops, and many, many more. They're all free. And available now at Eason.com slash podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcast. And heck, why not listen to the Detroit City cast as well? You get lots more Dan Leach. It's like a cavalcade of whimsy. I know it's very Detroit-based, but I'm giving you NFL plays and my NBA All-Star stuff and winners, 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 golf bets. So check that out as well. But please go to Eason.com slash podcasts and what an arsenal uh, VEASAN has with all the great shows and we talked to one of their great uh, you know, employees, the great Matt Humans earlier tonight, really appreciate his time staying up late it's been a lot of fun uh, filling in tonight for Greg Peterson, a lot of that great producer Brian and the whole crew uh, at Circa in Vegas, we'll be doing this again tomorrow from 11 to 2 Pacific, 1 to 4 Eastern time and uh, we have a lot more college hoops to discuss and NFL stuff, we have some very cool things planned so we'll be here tomorrow night uh, again, from 11 to 2 Pacific, 1 to 4 Eastern. And some might say, well, Leach, it's almost 4 in the morning your time. I've already done a, cow, a high school basketball game of the week on radio, play-by-play. I've already been to the casino, banged a slot for $1,000. I've already, uh, you know, gone for a walk in the snow because it's freezing here. And then, of course, three hours of great visa action. So, I mean, I probably won't fall asleep till at least 7 in the morning. Try to get up, start betting horses around noon. We're going to talk horses, by the way, tomorrow as well. Uh, a little Kentucky Derby future action. And 
like I said earlier, and not one to toot my own horn, or am I? Because like I said, I'm very humble, 11 years sober, but still I love to, you know, you know, celebrate when I win. I was out in May doing a week of shows with my man Tim Murray and, and by myself and uh, some others uh, from Circa, and I was there for the Preakness. And I was talking to my producer, Brian, who's a big uh, horse guy. I think Brian owns like 16 horses. And uh, I gave out Rob Bauer on air. And I was on, I remember we had Kenny Rice on from NBC. And I was there, I, I, got, I was on doing a show as the Preakness was happening. I gave out the Exacta, I gave out the Try, I gave out the Super, and I gave out Rob Bauer, who I believe was six to one. If I'm not mistaken, six to one, ten. I can't remember what it was right now. But they all won. So not that I'm always right about horses. I have much sharper friends of mine that are big horse players that I get a lot of information from. But I'm I'm a pretty good feel better when it comes to you know big races. And we'll talk about some Kentucky Derby futures. And I've been watching a lot of the prep races and getting ready for you know the different pools they have for the Derby horses uh, and starting to look at things as we get closer and closer to the greatest two minutes in sports coming up in the first Saturday in May. And what a weird situation it was during the, the first pandemic year where everything was reversed and at least things kind of got back to normal last year and hopefully they'll stay the same this year as well. Uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about college basketball and I mentioned if you're just catching the show now, there were some plays I had for you when it came to college basketball tomorrow, talked about the Illinois-Michigan State game. Illinois minus one and a half at the Breslin, noon start, Eastern time. I like Illinois in that one. Me and Matt Humans are both on Texas. He got it at three, uh, as well as I did. It's up to Texas minus three and a half in that Texas basketball showcase. Uh, Texas minus three and a half right now against Texas Tech. The Chris Beard revenge game. We both like Texas in that one. I Matt disagreed with me on this one. I like Alabama. Small play plus the six and a half against Kentucky. I think it's going to be a close game. I know Bama's a team. I can trust a team that lost to Georgia. And then the next game, they beat Baylor. Uh, but I do think Alabama's got enough to hang in that game, lose by a possession or two in the end, and be tight uh, until the end. The total is kind of a wacky, wild 154.5. I'm going to stay away from that. It's a lot of freaking points. I love Auburn as well. Minus three and a half on the road against Florida. I think Auburn's going to blow them away. Uh, we, we didn't really get a chance to get much into the Iowa Ohio State game. We we briefly touched on it, and I mentioned I gave you Michigan Purdue, you know, a week or so ago when I was on Vegas. I gave that on the, on the show with Stormy and my guys in the desert. And then I had a lot of my friends from Michigan, both Spartan and Wolverine fans, texted me when I was out there and say, "What about this Ohio State game?" And I said, "No, stay away. It's vintage letdown for Michigan. They had played so well. Big win over Purdue. It was going to be a letdown at home. Michigan's played almost better on the road this year, you know, and then they played at home." And Matt Eubens mentioned that too. He he had taken Ohio State in that game. He's had a good feel for Michigan. Uh, and then I said, take Michigan plus the five against Iowa. I, I had a money line play myself, but I gave out plus five. I know it went down to four and a half, and Michigan looked great on the road in that win, 84-79 over Iowa a couple of nights ago. This game has the Buckeyes minus five. You would think Iowa's going to rebound a little bit in this one, but I just think Ohio State, they've been so good against Iowa at Value City Arena. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a no bet for me. But I do have a lead on the Buckeyes minus five. I love the total in that one, 152 and a half. Huge totals in both that and the Alabama-Kentucky game. You only have a total of 140 in that Auburn and Florida game. We also talked about Tennessee and Arkansas, part of this big 
college basketball slate on Saturday. That's one of the two all top 25 matchups. Number 16, Tennessee, number 23, Arkansas. I have zero desire to play that game. It's a coin flip game for me. Arkansas minus three, the total 140 and a half. Stay away from that. Also, had a lot of fun talking golf betting, and I have a big play. So does Matt Humans on uh, Joaquin Neiman, a $50 bet to win. 2,350, he's got actually even better odds. I also have Max Homa top five, Maverick McNeely top 10, and Homa and McNeely to win. But I, I think this is the, the weekend. Joaquin Neiman finally gets it done here in Detroit. He's part of a three-way playoff. Had it made a bogey all week long. Made one of the, the first playoff hole. Did win that playoff. But Neiman, can he get the job done? I'm getting offered a cash out of almost $900 right now on my $50 bet that would pay out 2350 I am going to hold strong, but I think Neiman has a great chance of finally getting that win and not collapsing when it matters most. So really, I really just love golf betting. I think that it's, if you're someone that has not bet golf before, I don't want you to start firing away. There's, there's definitely an art and a science to it, but football, of course, is my favorite thing to bet both college and pro. And I really love betting everything, you know, tennis, Olympics. I've, been, I've had bets on curling and, and Olympic ice hockey and all that kind of stuff. But I think that the best value and the most fun overall for me in the last several years since I've started to kind of really hone in on, on my golf betting skills, and I've got some really sharp friends that give me plays as well, so i got to give them credit too, um, is golf betting. And, you know, it, there really is not anything like a Sunday sweat when you've got one, two, maybe three guys fighting for things. I mentioned uh, earlier in the show that I had Will Zalatoris for the Masters last year. I thought it was happening. I mean, no one really – I had friends that didn't even know who Will Zalatoris was. Remember, he was on the Corn Ferry Tour – and, you know, ended up getting his status later on, but kind of came out of nowhere. And, and those of us that love and follow golf and play a lot, you know, a lot of us knew Will Zalatoris, but so many of the average people did not. And I got him at a great price and really thought it was going to happen. Remember, there was that, that two-shot swing with him and Matsuyama that could have been way different the outcome. Uh, but golf betting, you know, just look into reading different things about finding value. Like, I've got a friend, and he thinks he knows golf. He's a big golf fan, and he knows the game. But all he does is take favorites. It's like back when Tiger Woods was at his prime, tonight he was like even money. I mean, normally he wouldn't be that low, but four, five to one, six to one. When you have a field of 156 or more sometimes, there's no value in that. I mean, Tiger Woods won a lot, but you've got to find guys that are 20, 30, 40, 50 to one. I mentioned I have Joaquin Neiman, who's 46 to one. Homa, you know, 40, 50 to one, depending on the week. McNeely was 90 to one this week when I bet him to win outright as well as a, as a top 10 that would pay about $500 for me on a $50 bet. So, you know, there's so many ways to make money in golf betting. You could do it with top fives and top tens and top twenties to back your bet up. You could do outrights. Obviously, as I mentioned, if you live in Michigan or Pennsylvania or the States where betting is legal with the apps, you get cash out offers. I'm being offered almost $900 right now for my uh, Joaquin Neiman bet. So it is a ton of fun. And <coughs> excuse me. And, a, and really just a, a great valuable way to make a lot of money and you don't have to bet a lot of money. I have a friend that bets five, $10. He finds guys that are a hundred, 150 to one. And occasionally I'm forgetting the name right now, but a few weeks ago you had, I think it was Luke list. Yeah, it was Luke list. He was over a hundred to one, you know, a hundred dollars with you 10,000, $10 wins you a thousand. I mean, it's, it's great value. Phil Nicholson, when he won the PGA, he was like 125 to one. So I think that if you're out there and you're looking for something fun to do over the summer, you miss betting on football, spring and summer, 
Take a look at golf betting. Start small. Listen to shows like mine and, and the various shows on Visa, guys like Matt Humans and others. They've got great stuff on the, on the Visa website and the podcast to talk about golf. Uh, a great way to make money and a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure to be in for Greg Peterson. Big thanks to my producer, Brian. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And we got a big slate for you. A lot of games to discuss, a lot of different things we'll look at. When it comes to the NFL uh, and college basketball and the pros as well in the All-Star Game, too. Until then, it's been Dan Leach saying so long. You've been watching VEASAN, the Sports Gambling Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare